sister and a mama. Don gone home to that other shore. I'm to go Hi, this is Puritans Read, where we read aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode 12 of The Life of David Brainerd by Jonathan Edwards. From this time forward, he was the subject of various frames and exercises of mind, in the general, much after the same manner as hitherto from his first coming to Kanamik, till he got into his own house, a little hut, which he made chiefly with his own hands by long and hard labor. He found that the distance of the family with whom he had first lodged debarred him from many favorable opportunities of access to the Indians, especially morning and evening, and after about three months, removed and lived with the Indians in one of their wigwams. Here he continued for about one month when he completed the small house of which he now speaks. Although he was much dejected during most of this period, yet he had many intermissions of his melancholy and some seasons of comfort, sweet tranquility, and resignation of mind, and frequently special assistance in public services, as appears in his diary. The manner of his relief from his sorrow, once in particular, is worthy to be mentioned in his own words. July 25. Had little or no resolution for a life of holiness. Was ready almost to renounce my hope of living to God. And oh, now dark it looked to think of being unholy forever. This I could not endure. The cry of my soul was Psalm 65.3. Iniquities prevail against me. But I was in some measure relieved by a comfortable meditation on God's eternity, that he never had a beginning. Whence I was led to admire his greatness and power in such a manner that I stood still and praised the Lord for his own glories and perfections, though I was, and if I should forever be, an unholy creature, my soul was comforted to apprehend an eternal, infinite, powerful, holy God. July 30. Just at night, moved into my own house and lodged there that night. Found it much better spending the time alone than in the wigwam where I was before. Lord's Day, July 31, felt more comfortably than some days past. Blessed be the Lord, who has now given me a place of retirement. Oh, that I might find God in it, and that he would dwell with me forever. August 1, was still busy in further labors on my house. Felt a little sweetness of religion and thought that it was worthwhile to follow after God through a thousand snares 
deserts, and death itself. Oh, that I might always follow after holiness, that I may be fully conformed to God. Had some degree of sweetness in secret prayer, though I had much sorrow. August 3rd. Spent most of the day in writing. Enjoyed some sense of religion. Through divine goodness, I am now uninterruptedly alone and find my retirement comfortable. I have enjoyed more sense of divine things within a few days last past than for some time before. I longed after holiness, humility, and meekness. Oh, that God would enable me to pass the time of my sojourning here in his fear and always live to him. August 4. Was enabled to pray much through the whole day and through divine goodness found some intenseness of soul in the duty, as I used to do, and some ability to persevere in my supplications. I had some apprehensions of divine things, which afforded me courage and resolution. It is good, I find, to persevere in attempts to pray. If I cannot pray with perseverance, i.e. continue long in my addresses to the divine being, I have generally found that the more I do in secret prayer, the more I have delighted to do, and the more I have enjoyed a spirit of prayer, and frequently I have found the contrary when by journeying or otherwise I have been much deprived of retirement. A seasonable, steady performance of secret duties in their proper hours and a careful improvement of all time, filling up every hour with some profitable labor, either of heart, head, or hands, are excellent means of spiritual peace and boldness before God. Filling up our time with and for God is the way to rise up and lie down in peace. August 13 was enabled in secret prayer to raise my soul to God with desire and delight. It was indeed a blessed season. I found the comfort of being a Christian and counted the sufferings of the present life not worthy to be compared with the glory of divine enjoyments, even in this world. All my past sorrows seemed kindly to disappear, and I remembered no more the sorrow for joy. Oh, how kindly, and with what a filial tenderness the soul confides in the rock of ages at such a season, that he will never leave it nor forsake it, that he will cause all things to work together for its good. I longed that others should know how good a God the Lord is. My soul was full of tenderness and love, even to the most inveterate of my enemies. I longed that they should share in the same mercy and loved that God should so do just as he pleased with me and everything else. I felt peculiarly serious, calm, and peaceful, 
an encouragement to press after holiness as long as I live, whatever difficulties and trials may be in my way. May the Lord always help me so to do. Amen and amen. August 15. Spent most of the day in labor to procure something to keep my horse on in the winter. Had not much spiritual enjoyment in the morning. Was very weak in body through the day and thought that this frail body would soon drop into the dust and had some very realizing apprehensions of a speedy entrance into another world. In this weak state of body, I was not a little distressed for want of suitable food. I had no bread, nor could I get any. I am forced to go or send 10 or 15 miles for all the bread I eat, and sometimes it is moldy and sour before I eat it, if I get any considerable quantity, and then again, I have none for some days together for want of an opportunity to send for it and cannot find my horse in the woods to go myself. And this was my case now, but through divine goodness, I had some Indian meal of which I made cakes and fried them. Yet I felt contented with my circumstances and sweetly resigned to God. In prayer, I enjoyed great freedom and blessed God as much for my present circumstances as if I had been a king, and thought that I found a disposition to be contented in any circumstances. Blessed be God. In his diary for Saturday, he says he was somewhat melancholy and sorrowful in mind, and adds, I never feel comfortably but when I find my soul going forth after God. If I cannot be holy, I must necessarily be miserable forever. Lord's Day, August 21. Was much straightened in the forenoon exercise. My thoughts seemed to be all scattered to the ends of the earth. At noon, I fell down before the Lord, groaned under my vileness, barrenness, and deadness, and felt as if I was guilty of soul murder in speaking to immortal souls in such a manner as I had then done. In the afternoon, God was pleased to give me some assistance, and I was enabled to set before my hearers the nature and necessity of true repentance. Afterward, had some small degree of thankfulness. Was very ill and full of pain in the evening, and my soul mourned that I had spent so much time to so little profit. August 23. Studied in the forenoon and enjoyed some freedom. In the afternoon, labored abroad, endeavored to pray, but found not much enjoyment or intenseness of mind. Toward night was very weary and tired of this world of sorrow. The thoughts of death and immortality appeared very desirable and even refreshed my soul. Those lines turned in my mind with pleasure. Come death, shake hands, I'll kiss thy bands. Tis happiness for me to die. What dost thou think 
that I will shrink, I'll go to immortality. In evening prayer, God was pleased to draw near my soul, though very sinful and unworthy, so that I was enabled to wrestle with God and to persevere in my requests for grace. I poured out my soul for all the world, friends and enemies. My soul was concerned not so much for souls as such, but rather for Christ's kingdom, that it might appear in the world, that God might be known to be God in the whole earth. And oh, my soul abhorred the very thought of a party in religion. Let the truth of God appear wherever it is, and God have glory forever. Amen. This was indeed a comfortable season. I thought I had some foretaste of the enjoyments and employments of the upper world. Oh, that my soul was more attempered to it. August 31, on a journey to New York, was in a sweet, serious, and I hope Christian frame. Eternal things engrossed all my thoughts, and I longed to be in the world of spirits. Oh, how happy is it to have all our thoughts swallowed up in that world, to feel oneself a stranger in this world, diligently seeking a road through it, the best, the sure road to the heavenly Jerusalem. He went forward on his journey, and after tarrying two or three days at New York, set out from that city toward New Haven, intending to be there at the commencement. This concludes episode 12 of Jonathan Edwards, The Life of David Brainerd.